0: Yo, What's up? Is that better or worse? Eh, you know, it's the usual. It's fine. It's better than uh, you not having a microphone, so. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'll just have to go buy one, dude. So <sighs> Like a good one, actually. I might need to go buy a new laptop next week.
0: Alright, well this is a good time to drop our Patreon account for anybody that wants to support James' uh, podcasting habit. Send us money so you can go buy a new computer and mic. Stop sounding like shit. James Hollis, what's happening?
1: Got home from a uh, nice little workout. You know, busy day at work. You know how it goes. And nobody wants to hear this shit, man. Nobody wants to hear.
0: I mean, a it's small talk. It's the end of summer. There's nothing happening except for Sports Illustrated's top 100. But other than that, there's nothing happening. They want to hear all about our lives, man.
1: So the worst. Uh, this is peak NBA Twitter summertime when somebody asked the question: Which star would be? You know, would be most improved by three inches extra of height. And I said, I said, not a star, but Nate Robinson would be great at six foot tall. Ooh. Because he's listed as 5'9", everybody I see. Mm -hmm. And so then, like, two or three verified accounts were telling me how I stood beside Nate Robinson. He is not 5'9. I'm like, guys, we don't don't need to argue about how tall Nate Robinson is. I promise. (laughs) I fucking promise. It's fine. It's, we could just, you could have seen the tweet and it just went, huh, and just went about your your business.
0: But, well, oh, this is basketball Twitter. Nobody just goes about their business, man.
1: Well, especially like I said, peak summertime.
0: Yeah, so. peak peak summertime. By the way, just to get in on this conversation, I'm I'm pretty sure Nate Robinson was like five six.
1: I I don't care. <laughs> I promise I don't care. All right. When, Fair when when his when his NBA when when Draft Express has him listed as 5'9", and Google has him listed as five nine, he's then he's five It's close enough. Yeah.
0: Well within the industry standard. I don't know what that means. You must be so bored. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so bored. Anyway, James, uh, Dunktails, we're back. I'm badder than ever and ready for the season to start.
1: Uh, I don't know why you would be because you guys are going to win anything in the East, but I get it.
0: <laughs> oh, you son of a bitch. Are you going to start your uh, Boston exceptionalism already? Is it, is it exceptionalism? Not, it's not really- I
1: mean, we saw the SI top 100. Boston has, what, five players in the top 50. You know, has three in the top 25. So, I mean, what do you want me to do, man? What do you want, what do you want me to say?
0: Knock um, loot is what I want you to do.
1: Al Horford and Kyrie are both ahead of Joel Embiid right now. So, I mean, what do you want me to do?
0: No, they are not. Did you see Joel Embiid on the list?
1: Uh Oh, oh I'm sorry. They're ahead of Ben Simmons.
0: So. Oh, well, yeah. Ben Simmons, man, he's second-year player. I mean, going into his second year and he's listed at 26, I'm good with that. He uh, He's he's far and away better than uh, Jason Tatum. I'm sorry. Sorry to break it to you.
1: I mean, we know that's not true. That's fine because, I mean, Jason Tatum's not a coward. He actually shoots threes, so.
0: <laughs> Are we going to start the coward thing already? Oh, my I, God. Why can't we all just get it, along?
1: I mean, it fits. He's, he's literally scared to shoot threes, man. What do you want us to say? <laughs>
0: I don't I mean I guess that's fair, right? Um do you have any thoughts? Do you have any and you were supposed to ask me this, but do you have any thoughts about the uh the top 100?
1: Uh, well, No, no, we're supposed to discuss it. Yeah, just it's just about, you know, I'm trying to bring my notes up cuz everything's not working for me right now. Oh, okay. Um yeah.
0: Let me give you one. Speaking of your your shitty Celtics. Not not that they're shitty as a team, I just fucking hate them. Uh <laughs> Terry Rozier is number 82. I mean mm. for me that's way too low. That's about forty places too low. I would have had him in the forties. Rozier is so good, man. He's I know he's undersized technically, but that dude plays so much bigger than he is. He 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 plays so well on defense. Is how he, how how tall do you think Terry Rozier is? Uh six foot?
1: Yeah, he's like six one,
0: six two. He's yeah. he's not undersized. He's not at undersized, all. He's, but he's not a huge he's not a huge guard, you know what I mean? He's not going to shoot over anyone when most of your guards, like I think like the league, league at, well, you know what? He's still taller than Kemba Walker. So what the hell am I talking about? Anyway? Um, I just thought that it was really low for him. I know he didn't get all the playing time in the world backing up Kyrie, but, we saw what he could do in the playoffs, and he his. But his, no, his, hold on. You,
1: you forget. You forget. It. He started like the last thirty games for the Celtics, right. and he averaged like sixteen, like I don't know, 16, four and six or something. He was really good. Yeah,
0: really good. I, I, he runs the team really well. His turnover to uh, assist ratio is, what five to one, I think it said in in the SI top one hundred. I just he's he's really good on D. He's really good with the ball in his hands. He's a killer when he needs to be, and I just I don't know a guy like that could be starting on another team. I I just thought that eighty two was. I, that was the one, one thing that really, really jumped out to, out to me is like way too low. I would have had him at least in the fifties. I mean,
1: I, I agree um, because yeah, the players they had in front. I think they had Devin Booker at fifty, and who was at forty nine? I tweeted about this. Like,
0: I don't uh, know, by the way, I love Devin Booker being at fifty. It's just, it's just hilarious to me.
1: Yeah, so, so I think the like everything from thirty and up. Like there's a lot of glitchy stuff. Like I said that like even Zoe at one hundred behind Pal Gasol Eric and Reggie Gordon Jackson. Was yes. Like that's weird. You know what I mean? And then like yeah, Kelly Olenek Olinik uh is ranked higher than Zoe. And I'm not a big Zoe guy at all. You know what I'm saying? DeJounte Murray was ranked higher than Zoe. Like it's that's weird. And I think Iggy was like in the well, mid eighties.
0: I mean you Iggy, know. Okay, so you can you could see I mean so they didn't account for they didn't account for their their contract. They just accounted for like what their production was last year and what they I, yeah. I don't care about the contract.
1: Right? But look, look, right, Thad but... Young, that Young erased Kevin Love, and he was seventy six. Julius Randle was like the best Laker last year, and that's not saying a lot. But he was really good, and he's going to be good, I think, and mm-hmm. for the Pelicans, and he's like seventy two. So you know, it, yeah, it it was weird. It was it's just, and I I don't know. Oh. I, I, I like I like Ben Gulliver and uh I think it was my man I guy Brian Mahoney over there, but yeah, they were just. It, it, uh, you got to remember this, Rob Mahoney. Rob Mahoney. Sorry, the whole point of this thing is it's an exercise to really generate conversation. And yeah, I, totally. I I can't guarantee it. I'm pretty sure sometimes they actually do a little. They do some BS just to do it. And hold on you got Bledsoe at 53, so he could have been 49.
0: Yeah, I mean, who? No, 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 not Bledsoe. wasn't at 49. It was, it was uh, Aaron Gordon. Or uh, sorry, where was I? Not Aaron you have Gordon. no idea. Not Aaron Gordon. It was, um, name escapes. Talk, talk, James, talk. (laughs) It doesn't matter. 49 was Eric Gordon, not Aaron Gordon.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. That's funny to me that they got him ranked higher than Devin uh, Booker. So,
0: I mean, that's just sheer comedy. I love it. By the way, I love Eric Gordon. I would take Eric Gordon on the Sixers in a heartbeat. Dude, he can play. Um, Well, yeah,
1: you need guards. You guys need some guards. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. I would love Eric Gordon. Um, I really enjoy Devin Booker being. I. You know, they did account for injury, so it was the one thing I was going to say. Like, I get that if you're injured a lot of the season, I mean, hell, they had Boogie Cousins at what forty something, thirty eight, I think,
1: No wherever. He should have been. He should have been. I don't care because again, that that injury's coming back from. Until we see it, I have no problem wherever they put him. He should be pretty low, I think.
0: All right. Actually, he was lower than that. He was way lower than thirty-eight. I'll I'll look it up while you're talking. But um, I, I overall I don't really have a problem with the where they put everyone. Uh, by the way, Robert Covington at forty-eight, and I saw that uh, um, <clears throat> Spike Eskin tweeted this out. He's at forty-eight, and I think that Wiggins is what seventy-nine.
1: So, yeah, the, the, the triumvirate of Nicole, Batum, uh, Nicole Nicola, Nicholas, Batum, Wiggins, and Ingram are 73, 74, 75. That's, that, to me, was perfect for some reason. But, yeah, yeah. Covington is – I got to say he's way too high, man. Tobias Harris is, like, I think in the 70s or 60s. I mean, I'm,
0: sure. Go, go ahead. ahead. I was going to say, first team all defense, dude. That That speaks for itself. And he yeah, hits, he's, mean, he's a streaky shooter, but he can hit clutch threes when he needs to.
1: Dude, he got absolutely torched by every Celtic on the floor. So I get it. I, I get fair. he made first. I mean, he made first team on defense, but I think his his on ball defense is a little bit overrated. He's great disrupting. He's great off the ball. He's showing he can play some small ball power for it. I get it. And he's just, he's a great glue guy between Embiid and Simmons. I get it. But like, he missed a whole lot of threes, and he got toasted by a rookie. So like I mean he's valuable. I don't know if he's that much more valuable than a guy like Tobias Harris as a, as who's a team's main scorer, you know what I mean? So
0: I mean, I well, get first it. of all, Covington's yeah, all right. He's he's maybe overrated as an on-ball defender, but he's excellent as a team defender. He's really Absolutely. good at jumping lanes and anticipating passes. I'm sorry, the guy is just damn good. He knows where to be on the court. First team all defense man. That doesn't that doesn't just happen. Like you have to be voted on, and these are by people I, that you know. I know.
1: Hey, don't forget Kobe was winning them when even past his prime when he wasn't a good defender at all on reputation. So let's not like that's not all. That's not all like end all be all. It's that's just, fine, really
0: but you're talking about Kobe Bryant's reputation versus Robert Covington's you know reputation. I don't think Covington has much of a reputation to ride up to a first-team All-NBA de- you know, defense. No, he's,
1: again, you're saying what you want to say, but they said in their little blurb that, you know, postseason performance is taken into account, and he got torched. He did Absolute get torched, torched. Of course, right? he
0: got torched. Yeah, he had so. to be bunched, benched in, in favor of uh, T.J. McConnell. So, you know... This is again an imperfect ranking. I think even you think even Ben Goliver and, and Rob Mahoney would admit to that. But uh, I, I don't know. For the most part, I don't really have any problems with the list. Uh, 82 for Terry Rozier just really jumped out at me. That's way too low. Um, other than that, I mean, my main st-
1: problem, like I said, was like anything above like the 30 and up was fine. They, they were all over the place. I mean, 30 and below was fine. Uh, yeah. like the lower guys. Everything below thirty, like thirty and above, I just kind of laughed. There's a lot of them were just way off. Like I said, James Johnson was excellent for for uh, the Heat last year, mm-hmm. and he's 80, he's 86. Like that's 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 just no, it's just not right.
0: I agree. This is not right. I think James Johnson yeah. and Thad Young should be, and especially Randall too. I had Randall on my list. He's way too yeah. low at 72. He should be in the 50s. Maybe I, think I agree. Maybe high 60s or low 60s, whatever. It's yep. but he's better than 72. I mean. I, Like you mentioned Iggy, what was he at? 86 or eight? No, somewhere somewhere in the 80s. 80s. Iggy was way down there. Yeah. Yeah. I get being knocked because of injury and like Iggy is slowing down. He's still a defensive genius, but like, you know, he, I think he averaged like six points a game last year and not much else. He spent a lot of time injured even in the playoffs. So he's integral to, he's an integral part to that team. Like they wouldn't have won those championships without him, but at the same time, He's he's really slowing down, and he's he's you know I understand them ranking him that low. That's that's actually really low. you you might be right about yeah. that one too.
2: Yeah,
1: see, it's it's one thing if he was really slowing down. I think a lot of it though is they literally just save him for the playoffs. Yeah, right. No, so he got his playoffs? But yeah, they just really just all right. Well, we'll you know we don't need Iggy. We're going to use him very gently until the playoffs. You know I what mean? I mean? So,
0: and by the way, we still don't know the top ten, so. We can't even comment uh, on that. I
1: mean, we we kind of do. Like whoever's oh. not left, like we LeBron, know it's LeBron James, K. Kevin Durant, Steph, Steph Russ. Russ. Who else? You know. So yeah. Um, uh, Wait, that's C- four. C P three. three.
0: C P C- three. C- C-
1: C- uh, Anthony Davis.
0: Yeah, A uh, uh, D. No? Then oh. they got
1: Kawhi at twelve, which was funny to me. But um,
0: <laughs> um, I think I we've been, uh, we got to be able to uh, name okay. these. Hold on, James. We can name these. There's okay. there's okay. four okay. more to go. Who do we? Who are we LeBron. Calling? We got LeBron. We got KD, KD, AD. Hold on, slow down,
1: slow down. Okay, LeBron, KD, Steph. That's like that's gonna be the top three, right? Right, in some order. Right. AD might be in there too. That's four. Mm -hmm. Um, Joel Embiid. Embiid's up there at five. Mm -hmm. Chris Paul is six.
0: Chris Paul. Oh, James Harden. Yeah,
1: Harden is seven.
0: Russell Um, Westbrook.
1: um, Giannis. Giannis. Westbrook. Russell, so we're like an eight or nine right now. So we, we got Ru-
0: Ru- Giannis, Russell, Westbrook. And who else? Who's the last one? There's one more we're missing.
1: We're not going to spend all night. doing I got to this. figure
0: this out. I got I have oh. to
1: figure this out. I will DDT you through the earth. <laughs> my missed? favorite thing, my favorite thing. Carmelo, is that,
0: we're think, missing Carmelo. No, no,
1: no. Carmelo, he, <laughs> didn't, he didn't make the right. My favorite thing is that uh, they got Jokic lower than Al Horford. Oh like, yeah, that just made my day. Yeah, I'm, that made, that made my day.
0: I'm sure it did. I'm sure that absolutely. I'm sure you no, lit you know up what? like a candle when you saw that. I
1: appreciate the fact that they like they're not drinking the Jokic Kool Aid and they're not they're not with the analytics Twitter's obsession with Jokic because he's good. He's really good. He's
0: really good. He's not, he's he's so gifted offensively. He's a, a passing big man, unlike something we haven't seen in a long, long time. Like, what Sabonis maybe was it the last one? I don't even know. I never watched him play because he way before my time, but. An incredibly gifted passing big man who can shoot a lot of shots, hit a lot of shots, but man on his defense, forget it. Horford shut down Joel Embiid last year. That's fucking yeah, impressive. They
1: had to take him and they had to take Embiid off of Horford. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was yeah. impressive. Yeah. So I, I think we spent enough time on that one, man. That was, Um. I I. I enjoy these lists because it does spark conversation. It gets us all primed for the season again.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: I think B-O breakdown is going to do one here soon. So that will be fun. Are you going to um, get involved in that? Yeah, yeah, we're involved. I'm involved, so that'd be that's cool. It doesn't matter. Um, let's talk about Devin Booker because we said him at 50 is perfect. Booker hurt his hand like in March in one of those last games, and he played all summer. He was they showed we had footage of him all summer, you know, working uh, at the Rico Hines and all that. He just got surgery. Uh, I want to say like the knuckle on his ring finger on his shooting hand. Mm-hmm. And um, why? Why would he wait till now to get that surgery?
0: Uh, I have no idea. I don't have a good answer for this. Right? Uh, it's yeah. so weird. I don't, it's you know, inexplicable, it's, it's, man. Why would you, yeah. He's expecting to back off that, Russell Westbrook did the same thing. Like he. Yeah, they, Westbrook yeah. just got his knee cleaned out today, didn't he? It just came out today, right? That he just got his knee cleaned. Which they yeah. say isn't a major thing. And listen, when when does the season start? Mid-October. So we're still literally like six weeks away. So,
1: yeah. He's, he's getting reevaluated in four weeks. So, so then he still has to ramp back up and get back in shape. Yep. You
0: know, so you're missing all I mean, in Westbrook's remember what happened last year when Westbrook came out. He was clearly not healthy and it was obviously his knee. He came out. He looked like shit for the first couple of months. He he actually should have taken the beginning of the season and rested a bit.
1: Uh, no, he had to get himself back in shape. That's the thing. Like he, I think he was physically maybe okay, but when you miss so much time mm. – and like, these are professional athletes at the highest level. You That's can't true. just sit and do anything for four weeks and think you're going to come back and just be fine. I think that was his thing. He was really out of conditioning, and he just wasn't in shape. So I don't know, man. Um, my question to you, though, like, so, you know, hey, the Suns got the number one pick coming in, uh, big man.
2: DeAndre. Um,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, they got Aiton coming in. They got you know Trevor Ariza as that right. vet. They got you know they they drafted the other wing um, the kid from Philly. What's his name? They, oh, yeah, yeah, they, they uh, traded uh, Miles.
0: No, not Miles. Uh, shit. <laughs>
1: come on, come oh, on, Philly I, guy.
0: I, I wanted to say Miles Turner. That's not it. Um, give me a second. I, it'll come to me. They traded for him for Zaire Smith. Oh, uh, no, Michael Bridges. Michael Bridges. Michael Bridges. Michael Bridges. Michael Bridges. I think went to Orlando or something, or yeah. somewhere else. No, you're thinking about Miles Bridges. Miles, Miles two, Bridges. Uh, no, 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 no. All right, whatever. Anyway, Mikhail Bridges. Yes, they got Mikhail <laughs> Bridges. He looks like he's ready to play now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, That's what happens. So question- two guys at work all day long and then get home and try and talk about sports.
1: Devin Booker surgery. From your perspective, does this kind of throw a, a, a dark cloud over all the good vibes that were going on in Phoenix?
0: I mean,. Or is that- it's both right it can be both. It can be somewhat of a dark cloud and also no big deal at the same time. if he comes back and he misses just a few handful like if he misses two games at the beginning of the season and he comes back and he's fully healthy like he never skipped a beat fine there's no big deal. Um, the fact that he's out at it all right off the start it's kind of a bummer for suns fans right you really want to see Devin Booker get out there with the new pieces with eight and see what he can do I think they want to give him a little bit more ball handling skill or ball handling roll this year see what he can do with the ball in his hands a bit more and like oh booker oh maybe they want to move him off the ball sorry Wait. Oh, okay no
1: no you're right. i thought you meant i thought you're saying aiden but you're right no, no, Booker's no, no, gonna. You yeah i think he's That's gonna he's fair gonna, fair.
0: gonna yeah i think they want the ball in his hand a bit more sorry let me i'll just edit that part out um but yeah. <laughs> i'm backtracking all over the place oh, my god um listen people don't come to listen to me for my expert analysis they hear they come here to hear me fuck it up so there i'm right on point uh but yeah, I mean like if you know, think about this. Like your favorite team, Kyrie Irving, when's he coming back? He's not going to be back right away. You want to see
1: Yes, is- no, yes. He's, he's he's him and uh him and uh Hayward are going to be ready Hayward? for the training camp. Is yeah. Hayward going to be ready? Both of them are going to be good to go for training camp.
0: All right. All right. So anyway, my point was going to be that like those are your star players. You're really anxious to see them with the team since they only got 5 minutes together last year, right? you're eagerly awaiting this. You want to see them play a little bit in exhibition games just to watch them get warmed up and and to see if they can start building something. To have those guys... Uh, to have Devin Booker out at the beginning of the season, it's just gonna be tough to like melt, build any kind of chemistry together. And like you have to imagine right off the bat, they're gonna come out of the gate slow, right? They have that's their number one shooting option. That's their they're, one. Well, they're number not gonna score. be good
1: regardless. No, right? but, still although the they've guys.
0: they've tried really hard to put pieces around those guys to to be good this year, and it's not gonna work, but I mean they could be better. But they don't have a point guard. No, they don't have a point guard. So well, I you, mean I, let me post the question to you. What do you think? Is it a dark cloud or is it just a nothing?
1: No, I think it's a nothing because it, it, he signed his contract. He's there long term. So mm-hmm. his health is more important than anything else. Uh, it seems like like whatever the problem was wasn't that big a deal because there was footage of him playing all year. But I guess, you know, they want to get ahead of it. And, you know, they're the Suns. Right. They're not playing for championships. So why not? And, you know, it, it seems like he said surgery went well. Um, now, hey, Aiden can get all the touches he wants. And, you know, get let, let the fans see him for a couple, like a week or two, however long until Booker's back. Then you got Aiden and M Booker playing together, and we get to watch them grow together. I, I like. I, I don't think it's that big a deal. All
2: right.
1: Um, And then let's. I mean, on the same same note, our boy uh, Alonzo Ball over at the Silver Screen Silver Screen and Roll they wrote about how his knee surgery uh, and what it means. He decided to get part of his meniscus removed mm-hmm. instead of instead of getting uh, it repaired because repair the recovery time is a lot longer. But with removal, you come back faster. But from what I understand, and this is I remember when Dwayne Wade talked about this or they talked about this with Dwayne Wade and his knee issues that he was having late in his career. Uh, well, his career is still going on, I guess, but you know, he was having some knee issues, I think right in like the year two or three of the LeBron era,
2: mm-hmm.
1: he got his, meniscus, he got his meniscus removed in right. college right? and he came back. He was fine. But then they say like, later down down the road, you can end up with more problems because it destabilizes the knee. Um, so again, with Lonzo though, we knew he was hurt like at the end of the year. Why would they wait until now? And, like does it really matter you know because i think with this case is a little different lebron's in town you want to get reps with lebron as much as possible you want to be 100 and you know this is this is gonna be a playoff team so like w- what do you make about uh, of lonzo ball waiting until you know recently to get that surgery and he might miss some time there
0: i mean i have a couple thoughts about it right so like when whenever i hear somebody gets a part of their body removed from their body it worries me <laughs> like your meniscus is really important to keep your knee from rubbing on the other bone, right? To keep your bones from rubbing together. You hear about these kinds of injuries and like, oh, you could, you could take out the meniscus or at least the part that's torn or whatever, and you could come back in six weeks. Otherwise, it's going to take you six months. In Lonzo's case, I get the urgency. I get the want to get out there because of LeBron. By the way, this is another case in point about what LeBron does to your team. It's not even LeBron's fault, but this is just the gravity around him. LeBron's on my team. I got to play with him. I have got to be there. I have got to learn from the best player in the history of the game. Right. And that's what comes with him. So, uh, you know, this is this is the upside and the downside of LeBron James. But I get uh, why you would do it, why you would, you know, do the surgery now, especially if you think, okay, we're six weeks out. Um, if I do this now, I'll get back right in time for the season. We were hoping that maybe it was going to repair itself or it was going to heal enough that I could get back out there. Um, but at this point, the doctors tell me it's not good enough and I'm going to have to wait another six months if I let it heal. For me, if I was Lonzo, I would I would have kept the thing in there. I would have given it the proper rehab time because it just seems yeah. like if you do something, on the, something short-sighted like that on the front end, it's going to shorten your career. And a guy like that, his... His knees are going to be his career. He's, an, you yeah. know, he's an excellent defender, and his he needs his knees for that. I don't think that shot's ever going to be true. I mean, he'll probably get it to work. It'll be functional for what it looks like, just in the same way that Sean Marion was, right? But you need you need your knees. He needs to be. Have you athletic. seen the
1: footage? Have you seen the footage of his, of his, his corrected uh, his...
0: shot that he still shoots yeah. from the left side of his head? No, I haven't seen the I... footage
1: somebody my man uh laker film room correct you know i asked him i was like hey man i see this you know I was like, so, so so go ahead and school me because it looks a lot the same to me mm-hmm. and they say i guess he used to kind of wind it up more and so he's like he's tightening it up basically so but the yeah war- he's
0: still- so the wind is like a little bit, it's it's a smaller clock that he's winding up when he shoots.
1: Basically, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: That's the thing that really, yeah. I mean, like, that's always what really concerned me about his shot. It wasn't, like, yeah, he shoots from the wrong side of his head, but it's also that, like, he winds that fucking thing up. Like, I don't understand who the hell taught him to shoot like that. Um, whatever, that's neither here nor there. Like, I uh, honestly, by the way, I'm surprised he made it to the top 100. Uh, good for him. But if you're knocking guys for, like, not playing, he was really injured his first year.
1: and Yeah, he missed, like, 30-something games, I think. Yeah, yeah
0: and his impact wasn't – I mean, it was, it was not that great. He he started out that season last year so, so terribly bad. Uh, see, did, you get,
1: you're going to get yelled at. You're going know, to get yelled at about that because Come his at impact me actually – Yeah.
0: No, it's fine. I mean, he he brought it around. By the end of the year, he was playing much better. But then again, he was injured. So, you know, I mean, I'm I'm surprised that he made the top 100. That's – to me, that's forecasting what the, you know, the player they think he can be going forward, which is fine. It's fine. I've just, I, I was surprised to see him up there. Um, One way
1: hey, real quick. What yeah. do you think about uh, Dang going to the Timberwolves?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know that, you know, that meme of Tibbs, right? Just laughing maniacally with the it. Yeah. That's exactly what I think. I just like, as soon as the Knicks can cut, ways part ways with Joe Kim Noah he will also be on the wolves i just like if you want to talk about like i've heard interviews with Tom Thibodeau when he was between head coaching jobs he sounded like a really intelligent super thoughtful he was charismatic guy who who really understood the game and understood what he did wrong in chicago and learned from it it sounded like he learned from what he was doing wrong right he comes back he gets not only the head coaching job, but he's got the GM position now too, but head of basketball operations and all he's doing, it's, it's like the Doug Collins move. If you can't, you, if you can't beat them, get them to join your team. Right. Or just get the guys that you knew from way back when, because they were good then they were good five and six years ago. He doesn't understand that time moves on and people are no longer good anymore. I just, it's hilarious, but I feel really bad for Timberwolves fans. What do you think about it?
1: I mean, it, it, it. Dan was about washed up when he left Chicago.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I don't... Yeah. I, I mean, I struggle... My thing is... so my, No, here's my thing. Go ahead. So you, you, come, you come to this new team with two young, you know, potential stars, and you bring in Jimmy Butler, and that's good, because, you know, Jimmy Butler really isn't... He's a, he's a star. He's right. almost a, he's about a superstar. Yep.
0: Oh, Jimmy Butler. He's in the top ten. Yeah. There we go. All right.
1: There you go. Yeah. Why... <sighs> Are you building around Jimmy Butler? or Are you building around Cat and Wiggins? And from what it looks like, he's building around Jimmy Butler. And
0: uh, who doesn't want to be there? By
1: the way, well, we don't know that.
0: I think right he came out that, and said he was really unhappy and didn't want to be. He's having problems with the the young guys in the locker room or the young guys on the team. They're not focused enough, and he's he's been griping. He? Yeah, he's been griping.
1: Oh, I, he de gripped a little. Bit. I don't think he said all that. I don't know.
0: No. I would point you to an article, but I don't know one off the top of my head. So anyway,
1: exactly. Either way, my point is, um, I, you know, w- will this cause more friction in the locker room? Is this going to get the cat and and Wiggins in a good way? Uh, this is, I think, the Timberwolves and the Washington Wizards are my two teams to look out for turmoil, and they're going to really? be interesting to watch. Soap opera teams all year.
0: I can't so, wait. I'm here for all of it, man. I'm excited. Yeah. Do you um? Would I want Dang in Philly? I think you asked me before. Do I think it's a good or bad move? Uh, I think it's not. No, a no,
1: no I don't care about that. Just, just tell me. Do you want Dang in Philly? Hell
0: no. Hell, the thing is, here, here's the thing. When, when Luol Dang was good, Luol Dang was really good. Um, he hasn't been really good for a long time. And I don't know what part of that is him playing in, in L.A. and they just didn't want him and what part of it was injury and what part of it was time catching up to him really quickly. But he hasn't been good in two or three years. Um, i'll
1: give you this because um the last time we saw him be good he went from chicago to the heat and he mm-hmm. they had him playing they had him playing small uh power forward most yeah. like almost exclusively and he was really good he was really good so once he got to the lakers they were tanking and uh you know they just didn't want to play him so they he, he only played i think what like 15 five games last year some ridiculous number so it wasn't much I'm gonna it was say, at the
0: beginning of the year yeah
1: yeah, he looked washed up in Chicago as a small forward. I think he could help a, even a good team as a small ball power forward, but he—you don't, don't want him as your starter.
0: No, but you know what? Maybe, maybe he comes back and has a renaissance because uh, he sat so much in last year. You know,
1: yeah, it's, it. it's it for two years. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, maybe his body is healthy now. Maybe he's ready to go. Maybe he actually does have something to offer, and he just didn't really want to be in L.A. I don't know. It could be. He-
1: he gave back seven point five million just in that to buyout. So, yeah. Basically, yeah. Yeah. So let me see. Yeah. Uh, he if the first year in L. A. He actually played. Yeah, uh, he played. Wow, fifty six games. Only twenty six minutes a game, you know. And then last year he played literally thirteen minutes all season.
0: Oh my God! I didn't realize yeah. it was that little. But was he injured? I think there was some injury no, going on. No. He absolutely just, not. They just sat at him and were like, "You're not part of the future." We're just sitting you down, even though we just gave you how many million dollars?
1: I think seventeen a year. Oh.
0: Yep. So, that's, that's, that's terrible GMing. I love that Cup Check is now on the on Michael Jordan's uh hornets.
1: That was our NBA wrap up. I think we took way too long on it, but that's fine. It was fun. So let's go ahead with our Twitter question. My man at Michael underscore SLC, whose uh Twitter handle his like screen name is Ben Simmons is just a tall rondo. Shout out to you for that one. Um mm-hmm. he wants to know which player player or players will have their breakout year and do the pacers serve as a viable threat in the east two teams most likely in out of the west playoff race oh my god so
0: so many questions can i can i take one of those let's talk about the breakout yeah
1: let's give give me one breakout player you see coming
0: uh i'm gonna go with uh aaron gordon i'm gonna go with aaron gordon is finally gonna break out this year i've been saying it every single fucking year but one of these years it's got to happen right he almost did it last year he started out the season on fire with from three point land and I think he had a decent season overall but and he just faded really quickly. I wanna say that he's going to really benefit by having um Steve Clifford there. Steve Clifford's there now, right? Yes. No, or is he on the Oh shit. Hold on. No. James I, there. I gotta edit all of this. <laughs> anyway. No, Alright, all right. I wanna say that he's gonna Aaron Gordon's gonna be the guy. You wanna give me one?
1: Ooh, who is gonna break out?
0: Uh, I think Brandon
1: Ingram is gonna have a really big year. Hmm,
2: all right.
1: I think he, he was on the cusp last year. He averaged almost like sixteen, five and five, or some nonsense. He's actually, he's really talented. He's um, oh, either him or my guy Karis Levert. You as you can see, I like I like long range wing. LeVert. Yeah, but if I just say one, because they're gonna be on the big stage, I think he's gonna play really well, and he's gonna be like the early Batman, the Lebron's Robin. I'm gonna say Brandon Ingram. I, I like his. He, he was really shaky. His, like year one was was kind of blah. Last year he was really good, man. So um, bigger, stronger. He can he can shoot a little bit. He, he can shoot over the guys. Not KD obviously, but kind of like a KD Paul George hybrid. Uh, long, lanky. I really like him. I think he's gonna he's gonna
0: be a good player. All right, cool. Do Pacers serve as a viable threat? Was the second part of that question?
1: Yeah. Um, I just think Boston and Tor- and Toronto, and then maybe like a half step behind right now unless not just unless i know mb's gonna be awesome i know simmons is gonna be awesome i think but like a half step behind uh just because of the lack of talent like everywhere else mm-hmm. you know compared to the raptors and the and the celtics I, I think the Pacers are right there too like with philly like maybe half step maybe a little bit behind philly too because um we got to see how they, they 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 surprised everybody last year they're mm-hmm. not going to sneak up by this year. No. Um, it's it's harder to do it in year two than it was in year one, right? Last year they were for playing sure. free, no expectations. This is different. Now the, now there's expectations on the shows I think is going to be great. Um, I, I think that Sabonis is going to really – he Sabonis has to take a step up, and Miles Turner has to make a leap for them to be a viable contender. So it's, it's not out of the realm of possibility, but until we see Miles Turner really step up and become a force – other than you know last year he was he was good he wasn't he wasn't like what they needed they need another a, a second gun to go at Depot, and and it has to be Miles Turner
0: yeah i've been waiting for miles turner to break out for the last couple of years too and it still hasn't happened he's always been consistently actually his problem is consistency he's been good he just can't get consistently good um but you're right he has to break out in order for them to be a contender i would say if i'm rating them i'm going to put them in tiers like the top 2 are obviously boston toronto philly's like Next tier down, and then the tier down after that is is the Bucks and Pacers. I just see that that's how it's going to shape up the rest of the year. So to say, are they going to be a viable threat? I mean, they're going to be threat to the rest of the East in some games. They'll never be a threat to win the championship or to win the finals. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I don't know. I think they're still missing a couple pieces. I, I I think. You know, if you get another player like Oladipo of that caliber, which I don't know how they would do it, um, yeah, sure. But the the level of players that they have, like you have Oladipo on that team, who's great. You have Dad Young, who I love. You have Sabonis, who's really nice. But those are two nice guys. On the Sixers, you have Joel Embiid, you have Ben Simmons, and if Markel Fultz can be anything, you have Robert Covington, who's like a nice guy. And then you have like, so the Sixers have two of those guys. Pacers have one, uh, and then you 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 go up the ladder, and it's like the Celtics are stacked, and the the uh, the, the what do you call them? The Raptors, Raptors are kind of stacked. I mean, they have Kawhi Leonard, so that's something right there, and yeah. uh, Kyle Lowry. So that you've got you got two really like All Star players on either of those other teams. I just don't see how they can compete, you know, personnel wise. So to say they're a threat, nah, not really. Um,
1: i'll say this though they gave they gave lebron the Cavs the run for the money and they play they play defense really well so that's going to be their calling card but yeah i don't think they're really a viable threat and um two teams most likely in or out of the west playoff race all right let's so what we're going to do is let's see if we can come to a consensus on who's going to be in the playoffs in the west go right we got golden state one yes right houston's probably Houston? two. yeah okay
0: i'm gonna go o- I think- OKC. i don't think at three but i'll go okay C
1: there you go so i i i think they have a shot they i have think a, a shot three. at three okay. if they
0: can get it together right off the jump and they don't have mellow that's a huge addition by subtraction
1: the problem is that uh Russ being out is gonna be slow their time of uh you know getting it together right so that's fine whatever they're gonna be in right mm-hmm. that's three mm-hmm. uh who else we got jazz are in i think jazz might be three actually
0: jazz three you're shooting you're vaulting him up that high all right well
1: that's, three or
0: four, I, right? That's, they,
1: I'll say this: the Jazz, the last maybe forty or fifty games with Rudy Gobert came back. They won at like a seventy-five percent winning percentage. They were great. They now were they're great. not that good. They're not that good, right? They 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 really got hot, and that's great. But they're still going to be really tough, and they're going to play defense. And we got year two of Donovan Mitchell. Um, yeah, I think they're going to be really good. So, I, so that, yeah, that, that's four teams in okay. the playoffs,
0: right? All Three right, who else? I'm going to say. so lakers are in denver lakers Lakers are in right lakers are in yeah let's go lakers i think lakers are gonna make it that's five just sheer lebron power i think lakers are gonna make
1: it yep nuggets are another one that's six so that's six
0: let's see sacramento
1: no (laughs) i'm kidding clearly i'm kidding uh, I think that, so. The Spurs are going to be there. Oh, Spurs and Portland are going to be on the cusp.
0: So I was going to say, here we go. We got the Clippers, who could who could possibly contend. The Grizzlies. So teams like on the bubble are going to be the Clippers, the Grizzlies, uh-huh. the
1: the, the, the Pelicans. Oh, Pelicans too. Damn, Pelicans are in.
0: All right. So how many teams you got in now?
1: <laughs> so we stopped at five,
0: right? All we right, said. All right. So we'll say the Spurs. I think the Spurs.
1: No, hold on. We said Warriors, Rockets, yeah. Thunder. Lakers. Um, who was the fifth? Uh,
0: jazz. Jazz, yes. Jazz. Jazz, 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 jazz,
1: okay. Jazz. I say Pelicans are in.
0: Okay, Pelicans. Uh,
1: that's six. Well, Anthony Davis. This It's almost like the LeBron factor. I think he's going to drag him to the playoffs.
0: And Drew Holiday is number 29 in the SI's top 100. I'm glad he's getting some love. Drew Holiday is amazing.
1: Right. Um, so I think they're in. Unless injury happens, they're in. So that's
0: six. All right. So we'll say Pelicans uh, are in. Do you want to say... So we're looking at... Spurs, Portland, and the Timberwolves.
1: And the Grizzlies.
0: Did we say the Grizzlies are in or out?
1: Uh, Nothing yet. So we're at six. We're six with the Pelicans.
0: We got two more spots for the Grizzlies, the Spurs, the Blazers. And who was the last one I just said? There's the Clippers, (laughs) too. This is too hard. I can't do this at the top. Okay, (laughs) I'll
1: just say this. Out, I think, I think, man, I love Dame. I think that the Grizzlies get in. I think that the Timberwolves get in. So I think that Portland and the Spurs... Oh, nope. Spurs are in. Spurs. I'm going to say are Spurs in. are in. And so I'm going to say who's going to be out. That's tough, dude.
0: Yeah. I, uh, I honestly think that Memphis is going to actually get hit by the uh, the old age
1: bug. bug again.
0: Injury and in old age. Yeah, I, I kind of feel like it's going to be tough. Although I love... Um, jared jackson jr man that kid's gonna be a stud
1: that's why uh i just yeah, but he's I wonder, a
0: rookie and rookies don't usually impact winning wins win totals you know i know it's I, tough just, it's tough the west is a bloodbath it's a freaking bloodbath
1: my thing is can gasol stay healthy yeah so uh, i'm gonna say yeah the, uh,
0: by the way I i'm hate, not even convinced that the nuggets are gonna get in they're, they're on the bubble for me too
1: Millsap missed way too many games last year and they still barely missed it. So if Millsap can play seventy games and that's everyone hard. else stays pretty healthy. No, nah, right. Millsap's should pretty healthy. It's been all yeah, right. That's I think true. That's true. So I think they're in. Um Yeah.
0: So what was the so, question? Who makes it out? Who's
1: two teams that are, that
0: are out. In and out of the West? All right. So I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Portland and I'm gonna say I'm gonna actually say the Wolves. Nah, I can't say the Wolves because
1: ah, Port, so let's, let's, Portland and Memphis.
0: Portland and Memphis. All right, let's agree.
1: So we, it, yep. So the the eight that are in, we already named them, right? So yeah. Spurs are in, Timberwolves are in. There you go. That's the last two. Spurs and Timberwolves. We're All good. Right. All right, bro. So That's a good question. We we again we I don't know what's, what's wrong with us today. We're just
0: uh, I don't know. It's do we, we we're suffering from we're suffering from summer layoff. At Matt Reed, how about this? Any teams to watch around buyout time this year?
1: Oh yeah, there's there's quite a few um I, I thought about this one throughout the day and teams get popping up watch the Cavs, uh george hill mm. i don't, uh, i should have checked all this stuff i, I think he only <laughs> has one more year left but it's a lot of money so he might request some kind of buyout and give some money back for him um you got, you got any teams we want to go back and forth because i got a couple
0: of them Uh i think this is more in your wheelhouse but um teams that watch around the buyout i mean Jared Bayless on the Sixers has got to get bought out or cut or something soon, right? Um,
1: um, I was going to say DeMar Carroll for the Nets. Again, they're mm-hmm. rebuilding, and they like him, and he's a good player. But he's uh, he's making a decent amount of money, and he could help a contender. So um, either a trade or a buyout might happen there. Um, I was thinking Patrick Beverly. I don't know how many years he has left. I'm pretty sure his contract's not that huge. And again, if 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 things go bad in Clipperland, which they have a good chance to, right? They're playing a lot of young guys, and yeah. they're they're in a, in transition. I can see him requesting, you know, something, and they they either release him or trade him to a, a veteran team. He can help a good team.
0: Here's one for you. Uh, <clears throat> go ahead, Dwight Howard, the Wizards. If by buyout time, ah. he's if they're if they're having some real, you know, internal struggles, I wouldn't be surprised to see him got bought out or traded or and maybe even John Wall. I mean.
1: No, no, Wall makes too much money. Yeah, so well, they're not. He, he might get traded, but there's no buyout there.
0: Or Kimball Walker.
1: Uh, I don't. He it won't be a buyout again. No, it It'll won't be, be a buyout. But yeah, so um, yeah, so my, those are my buyout teams. I think the Clippers, watch the Clippers with Beverly, uh, George Hill, and then uh, who's my who's the other team I said? I forgot. Oh, uh, Courtney Lee is another one that they can they can trade Courtney Lee though. He's really good. So he, he's, 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 he can be traded to a, a team and help a lot. So
0: yeah, true. Yeah. I don't know. I would, maybe I was expecting, I was thinking about that the wrong way, but yeah, good question. Um, do you want to do the next one?
1: Uh, yes. My man at switch glitchman, which is, you know, a play on Mitch Richmond and his, uh, his, <laughs> his the guy's creative. His name was his screen name is Peon Musk. Like, like Elon Musk. Um, <laughs> who is the most likely bust of the lottery rookies? And which rookie, ladder or not, has the greatest difference between their ceiling and their floor? We could call that the Rashard Lewis reward, if you would like. So, um, I, you know, I feel almost kind of icky saying which guy comes up like a bust, but whatever. It's a question. It's yeah. good. It's a-
0: Listen, I'm gonna, I'm gonna qualify this by saying I don't root for any of these guys to fail. I would love for everybody that gets drafted to have a long, wealthy career because, like, these guys work really hard and, you know, they love this sport. And sometimes it just doesn't pan out for them. But having said that, um, I'm going to go with um, the Kings' number one pick. If, right,
1: you mean number two pick? Yeah, Marvin Bagley.
0: Marvin Bagley. Was the number two pick? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah,
1: eight went number one, bro.
0: No, no, I'm saying their first pick.
1: Oh, okay. Got Gotcha. Yeah, I got
0: you. yeah. I thought he was picked at four. Anyway, whatever it was. Whatever frickin' space you want. I'm gonna go with Marvin Bagley. I'm not, I'm not, I am not a believer. Um, you know what? He could prove me wrong and hopefully he does. Uh, but I just, I just, I see no defense and a lot of shooting and just uh, irrational confidence as Bill Simmons would say. Um, I'm not a believer. What do you think?
1: Uh, yeah, that was a really weird pick to me. But he's really talented and... <sighs> Reminds me a little bit of, um, I think his floor is like, kind of like a Sharif Abdur Rahim, which is, you know, I don't think he's gonna be a bust. I don't know if he'll be a star, but I don't think he'll be a bust. I'm not very high on Trey Young. I get it. Yeah. It, people talk about his passing, um, and people talk about, you know, he's a he can he can make these shots. We saw the first half of the, of the college season. He was just he was killing. Teams got hip to him, and you know he really struggled. He's not very big. He's, he's quick, but he's not really fast. Um, he flashed a couple floaters and stuff in summer league. He he did really well those last couple games in summer league last after couple really games he
0: Came on, yeah, yeah. He found his foot.
1: So I just uh, the fact my problem with him is that, that Atlanta traded uh, Luka, Luka Doncic. Traded, him, yeah, so that's that's
0: it's it's a he, death knell if 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 you know if any if his career doesn't take off right away. And he shows any signs of like slow out of the gate, it's just like that's a killer. That's a killer for the for the Hawks.
1: Yeah. So yeah. So even if he doesn't, I think he should be an okay player. I I wouldn't want him on my team. He's undersized, and you know the reason we spoke. But the fact is, if Doncic takes off and is great, and Trey is only okay, that's just such a weird trade. So
0: yeah. By I comparison, think... like it's just it's just it's just a horrible look, and like the GM yeah. should just be uh, will probably be running out of the building really fast.
1: I'm looking at the list of you know, the rest of them. I, I love Jaron Jackson. Yes. I really think he had a shot. Like, like if you just look at the, the modern game and the way he plays, and I, I don't know why he he should have been slated number one. I get he doesn't have the monster numbers of DeAndre Ayton. Yeah. Right? I think Ayton's just big and fast, and he'll he'll be fine. Uh, I don't know if he'll be a star, but I think he's going to work. I honestly but had I'm, him
0: number two on my big board. I just didn't have the courage to put him up there. That's how much I, would, I really love Jaron Jackson Jr. But anyway. What are we gonna say about Bamba? I have hopes for him too.
1: Um, I think he goes with the next part of the question, right? Mm. So the next part of the question is which difference rookie? Between guy, those, I, I, yes,
0: There's ceiling and the I, floor.
1: I have no idea what to make of Bamba. Uh, we saw in college he was he, he was sh- like shooting. He is such a long like defender. He's not necessarily quick, but he can be like I don't know, like maybe Rudy Gobert with a jump shot at his best. You know, like or eighty percent of Rudy eighty five percent of Rudy Gobert with a jump shot, which is really good.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: What if he turns out to be like like freaking Hashim the beat and just can't make it? So I think he has a real wide variance in what we might see from Mo Bamba. Who you got? Who you think has the biggest variance between like their stealing and their floor?
0: <sighs> you know this oh. is what.
1: No, go ahead. yeah, you go first.
0: I was actually gonna say Trey Young. Like if he's if he mm-hmm. if he's good and he's really good, he he's going to be great, right? But he also has potential to just be a complete washout, um, so I might go with him. Yeah, it's tough. I also
1: think Miles Bridges. Um, he's t- he's he's strong. He's you know he's a good he's like a tweener, right? So he's he'll play power forward as a pro, but he's like six eight or six nine. Mm-hmm. He got he has he has a you know aggressive score, but like the NBA is littered with guys like that, right? So we'll see. Uh, I I don't know exactly what Miles Bridges and Charles going to turn out to be. But, yeah, so that – oh, and then, of course, let's, we got – I got to say Michael Porter. And it's just about the back. Oh, yeah. That back. Yeah, yeah. So he's a lottery pick. So um, I don't – knock on wood. I'm not wishing ill upon him, but, yeah.
0: Right. But, I, think, so, yeah. I think even more than his back, people were really concerned about his, his – not attitude, but his um, sh- cocksureness, I guess. Like, he just seemed like nothing, nothing really got to him in not a good way. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, he just almost seemed a little bit of – not aloof, but just overconfident. So I think people were a little bit scared off about that as well.
1: See, I I, I like that though. All right, that's great. I think it, I think any NBA player worth the salt should think he's the best until proven otherwise. Yeah. So, um, mm. that's the question,
0: ice? though. Yeah, good question.
1: Uh, yeah, my man. Uh, yeah, was it Mikhail M- underscore Ice? M a k y l e underscore. Do I ice? read
0: that wrong every time. McKyle. Yeah, I say Mack. Yeah. Yeah, Whatever. I don't know how Mikhail, you get that. Uh, Whatever. I- <laughs> I can't okay, read.
1: Three rookies <laughs> that you're looking forward to watching. Three f- rookies you're looking forward to watching. Are any of them your pick to win Rookie of the Year? So you give me your rookie first that you're looking forward to watching.
0: Yeah, Jared Jackson Jr. I um, I'm gonna. I might pick him as my Rookie of the Year. I'm not sure. Him. What's that?
1: So that, That's your first. You, Darren Jared Jackson, Darren Jackson Jr. is your first.
0: Uh, I'm gonna... Go ahead. What? What's wrong? No, no, no. Go ahead. I couldn't hear
1: you. Oh. Okay. Is that better? Yeah. No, go ahead. Okay. Uh I'm gonna go with the home the the I'm gonna be a homer. Robert Williams. I'm excited to see Robert Williams play. Um, the big man. Mm-hmm. Uh so who's your next one?
0: Um, I'm gonna go with Kevin Knox. Oh, you took mine. I love that <laughs> kid. Yeah. he blew me away at Summer League, man. I was just like I was not expecting that. I was totally floored.
1: Yeah, I like him. I like him a lot, man. I think I think he's my early pick for rookie of the year.
0: Oh, fair. Oh, that's good. That's a that's a dark horse.
1: Well, no, he's gonna get a lot of minutes. There's no, uh, you know, uh, Porzingis isn't playing. Yeah. So you know, he's in New York. He's he already he's gonna get the TV time and he'll get the 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 pizzazz and the fanfare. So if he can, you know, he's he's gonna. I don't think he's gonna shoot well. I think he's gonna have terrible nights, but I think he's gonna have have the highlights and the and maybe the counting stats.
0: Yeah. So, Yeah. He's a better passer than I expected, too. He's 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 really good, man. He can handle the ball, too, at his size. It's crazy. Um, he was a great get for them. I think – what What are you – are you going to – is that your second one? Or do you want me to go again? No,
1: just, no, that was your second one. So I'll go with um, – we were talked about Mo a little bit. So who else am I looking? I'm looking at the two guys in Minnesota, man, Josh Kogi and uh, – I'm gonna say them as one because there's two guys: uh, Joshua Kogi and what's the other kid's name? Keita Bates Diop. Mm. Right, they're both versatile. Uh, Kogi I think is he's a he's a small forward slash power forward. Mm-hmm. And I think Kita Bates Diop's a little smaller, but he's still I think he can he plays bigger than his size. And they seem kind of like Tibbs players: versatile, hard nosed. Um, I'm looking. I'm excited to see what those two guys can do.
0: All right. Do you want
1: to? I'm, count count, I'm counting those as one guy. So yeah, who's your third?
0: <laughs> counting those as one guy. Yeah. I mean, Luka Doncic, right? Yeah, whatever. I mean, I gotta see what he can do. Like, there's so much hype around him. I'm, I'm really interested to see if he can play.
1: No, he can't. I, he's gonna be good, but he's not. I think I'm, I'm already burned out on him. I'm burned out from hearing about him already. So whatever. Um, ready for my last one? Yeah, go for it. I'm doubling up again. Cause I can do that. <laughs> Jerome Robinson and Shea Gilgis, Alexander. I was going to say
0: Gilgis, Alexander. Go ahead.
1: I like them for the Clippers. Um, I'm excited to see, you know, they're supposed to be the backcourt of the future there. So mm-hmm. they, yeah, before, Oh, that's another ba- That's another buyer uh, candidate. Um, Lou Williams.
0: Yeah. I don't know if he'll get bought out.
1: Well, oh yeah. I think he just signed a contract. Yeah. For a he just years. signed a contract. Okay, Trey Cannon. But so yeah, I'm looking forward to those two. Um, I think they, I really think Jerome Robinson can score. He he can, He's like I, I want to say that all the other rookies when they pulled all the rookies at like rookie day, and they kind of picked him for rookie of the year or something. Maybe I'm making that shit up, but I, I remember hearing that. So uh, that's my last one. I got two two duos, two kids in Minnesota, and two kids for the Clippers.
0: So you got five people for your top three. <laughs> I don't know if that's fair, but anyway, moving on. At Max Letterman. Letterman?
1: Max, what up, bro? Lederman.
0: Lederman, all right. Who gets the signature shoe first, Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum? i was let you answer first. Uh, it's got to be Tatum, right? Tatum has all the hype.
1: Yeah, yeah, I
0: think so. I don't even think it's close. I mean, Tatum, right out of the gate, first year as a rookie, he was he was like in the conversation for rookie of the year. He was stellar last year. If he keeps up that pace and from everything, all the uh, Instagram shots we saw of him this summer, he looks really impressive, I think. I think Jason Tatum would be the guy. Jalen Brown, I love. Don't get me wrong. I would take Jalen Brown on my team any freaking day of the week. Um, I just don't think he has that star power. So, yeah, that's it for me.
1: You know what? I'll say this, though. Guess who got, who's the first person of the young guys to get a shoe on that team? It's Terry Rozier. You know, he has a Puma shoe. I didn't know that. Yeah, he got a puma you, like weeks ago. So nice. it's more about person. It's so much about personality. And while Tatum is, I, I think right now obviously is the better player. Mm-hmm. Jalen Brown is doing a good job of kind of marketing himself. He has his YouTube videos. True. He has like a whole series, and he's kind of like he's already kind of smoozing smoozing around the NBA. Like guys know him, and like he's he threw a he throws that party for the All Stars uh, for like everybody everybody under twenty one. Excuse me, at the All Star break, so he's kind of like, you know, he, he's already doing, he's he's already got his like, his, he's talking to guys about tech and investing. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if he, you know, maybe it would, maybe not Nike, maybe not Adidas, if he pulled off a shoe deal before Jason Tatum.
0: All right. I think that Tatum probably gets the deal first. I was going off on probably. a tangent there. But I'll just stop. <laughs> I feel like I should cut half of this podcast out. Um,
1: um, our guy at ClipperHolics FS, uh, one of the Clippers' blogs, uh, is Robert Covington really almost twenty players worth better than Tobias Harris?
0: We talked about this earlier. My, you know what my answer is.
1: What? Of course. Oh God! First team um, on defense, buddy. Jesus Christ! All right. So <laughs> Clipper, right. the answer is no, he's not. Um, and it, again. If you want to, yeah, I, I can't really, I can't defend that one. Tobias, and it's, fine.
0: it's 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 twenty is a lot. Twenty is a huge gap. Tobias, is, Tobias is better than he got credit for on the list, I think. But I'm still putting Robert Covington. I'm taking Robert Covington. I'm just you know because I'm a that's six footer. Yeah, that's
1: yeah. Fine. I'm not saying you shouldn't take him. I'm saying he's not twenty points better than you know twenty pl- players ahead of him on the thing. Like, how many points a game do you think Tobias averaged last year?
0: Sixteen.
1: Between the Clippers in Detroit, he averaged about nineteen points a game.
0: Yeah, I was off by three, which is a lot.
1: Eighteen point six—that's a lot of points. And he shot well from three. He shot over forty-one percent from three on almost six attempts a night. Um, you know, he grabbed you almost six rebounds a game. Mm-hmm. He's not a great defender at all. But he, I, I, no, he's not a good defender. And but see, the point is,
0: that, thats my thing. Like I look for overall all around players. He's a better—he's a better ball handler, a better shooter. Um, I don't know that he's any any better in playmaking. Maybe, but when you when you yeah, coo-
1: no no he's he's a he's a better playmaker because your boy your boy can't make plays. That's I true. Mean, that's a good
0: point. Yeah. So he's a better playmaker. <laughs> yeah, Cuff, can, Cuff can't really do much with the ball good. in his hand. But yeah, probably, yeah, yeah, but he can shoot the lights out of him, well when he's not struggling in with his own head. But man, that defense, I just can't get around it. It's it's just it's maybe important. for Philly. I
1: can I can see you say that for Philly because you got Embiid and you had all the shooters. But like, imagine if you had well, you had JJ Reddick and you had last year. Mm-hmm. But imagine having a twenty-point per game scorer playing off of Embiid and, and Ben Simmons, and like being able to spot up and shoot forty percent from three. Because I know Coveney started off really good from three, but he wasn't that great.
0: Yeah, oh, I'm imagining it. His his name is uh uh Fultz. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Mark Fultz. So, James, yeah. I feel like we should just burn this podcast. I've been so bad tonight. My my bad.
1: I'm not answering that last question. Oh, um,
0: <laughs> you want to burn
1: it? You don't you know, do this one. No, no, we'll do it. We'll do it.
0: Uh, last at sporting Phil or buddy, our buddy. No, no. Our buddy yeah, this is the last one. Right. Not,
1: we're not answering our guy, Dave Silver, Dave yeah, Silver. Dave I'm, not Silver answering
0: I'm, I'm sorry. We, I thought about this and I can't do it. I'm just not answering this. James is not answering it. Uh, I'm not answering it. And all three of those people it's, on your list can go straight to hell.
1: Dave, Dave Silver. It's hilarious, but yeah, yeah I'm not answering that question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, our guy, our guy at Sporting Phil wants to know. Break down the Lakers' four kids and what their best case is. We'll make, we'll do this really quickly, man. Okay. Like, Zoe, what do you think Zoe's
0: realistic best case is? Um, three-time All Star.
1: Okay, yeah. So I, I was gonna say more like a comparison. I don't, um, I'm
0: terrible with comparisons. I don't know, Rajon Rondo. <laughs>
1: I think that's more realistic than Jason Kidd, right? Yeah. So that's, like, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. Um, so, uh, 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 say Rajon with a better attitude, which is yeah. pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Um,
0: which, by the way, cool. when Rajon Rondo was at his peak, he was one of the best goddamn players. Not just point guards. One of the best players in the league. He was I- incredible. So, yeah. shush. Go ahead.
1: Oh, uh, you're right. At his peak. when he yeah, played for like a like, year
0: or two. Oh, for like two years. Playoff,
1: well, no, no. Only in
0: the playoff Rondo. Playoff Rondo. Well, that, that that happened pretty quickly. Even in the regular season for like two years, he was really good.
1: No, no. Rondo would actually – he would slump through the regular season and only get up for big games. And that, was, that like it was known. If it was that's on true. TV, he would
0: know. Yeah. That, that's always been Rondo's top. You're right. You're right. Okay. So Rondo was a better uh, attitude and maybe a more Kuzma, reliable
1: three-point Kuzma, uh, like a more aggressive, uh, nastier Jeff Green as far as you know, he, Jeff Green kind of floats through games. We know Kuzma's aggressive. Um, he's not a very good defender yet, but he's going to be better. So that's actually – that's like a compliment. A, a more aggressive, focused Jeff Green is a compliment.
0: Okay. I got no comparison for, for Kuzma. Okay. Um, got
1: you. Not, I don't think he'll ever be an all-star. I think he's going to be a very good player, role player, good team. But, yeah, not all-star. I'm with you on um,
0: that one. In- Ingram. I, I think Ingram could be at, at his best a four- or five to- five-time all-star. I don't know if he ever makes an all defensive team or an all offensive I don't know if he ever makes an all NBA team. Um I, I know people are really really high on it on him and he can do a lot of things. He's a really smart player. I just don't know, man. I don't I don't see him being a transcendent star. What do you think?
1: Not a transcendent star, but I think he can definitely like Paul George took a few years to reach that level. I think yeah. it took 2 or 3 years. Before he kind of broke out and started averaging sixteen, and then he like he really. I think at his very best, he can he can be a Paul George type player where he affects the game on both sides of the ball, can score twenty to twenty three points a game, and uh, he also shown he's shown some playmaking chops too. He can pass it a little bit. So
0: yeah, they had him like, playing point guard two years ago.
1: Yeah, so I could see him being making like a Paul George type leap where he becomes just like, you know, not a super duper star, not a top five guy, but mm-hmm. definitely be a top. Twelve top, you know, right? Like you know, yeah, yeah. yeah I could by see the it. way, a
0: four or five time All Star is a pretty damn good player. Like, yeah, so. guys have gotten into the Hall of Fame, I think, with less. So it's nothing to sneeze at.
1: Who's the other guy? He said. He said. He said. Break down the Lakers Josh four Hart. kids. Oh, eh, that's fine. Um, he's good. Uh, Fred VanVleet. I don't know.
0: I don't know. <laughs> I honestly haven't watched enough of Josh Hart to, to say, but I know people he, are.
1: He's he's really strong. Um, he, he's he fearless great in the summer
0: league. Yeah.
1: yeah so, uh, league. yeah, maybe like a little more, cause I think he's more athletic than Van Vliet. He can actually get up a little bit. So he's he's fearless. He's, I think he's like, he's basically, he can play combo, right? Can, I think he's like six, four, yeah. six, five. Yeah, he yeah.
0: He's more. big and he's strong and like he can shoot. So uh, maybe all ultimate starter could be a starter. Yeah. Like,
1: yeah, yeah. Like a quality starter slash yeah. super sub off the bench. Yeah. Um, Key key a key role player on a really good team. Yeah, that's probably a ceiling.
0: All right. Well, we've gone yeah. we've gone a long time tonight, James, on very little material. We're like
1: we got a good sound hour in, huh? Yeah, right? an hour. we got How a solid that?
0: hour in. Anyway, you want to plug the podcast and tell everybody about our Patreon and all that shit? Uh,
1: sure. Why not? You guys all go to Twitter and follow at DunkTalesPod. Dot dot com. What am I doing? At DunkTalesPod. <laughs> Um, make sure you follow at Joe Borelli and his other he's a freaking two timer, so follow him at, at Superflight <laughs> Pod, right?
0: Yes. All right. At Superflight Pod.
1: Um check me out at uh right now B Breakdown is under the clutch points imprint, but you can follow my guy at B Breakdown and he'll tweet out all our good articles and stuff. And like I said, this has been a pretty shitty podcast and you want us to improve, you know, we work hard in the daytime. If we had a little more incentive, like help us out here a little bit, so check out uh, patreon.com/slash Joe N Snotty. That's Joe, the letter N, and then Snotty, and you can drop us a little little change, you know. Then put a comment. If you put a comment on the Patreon, we'll make sure we read it on the air. So.
0: Yeah, and maybe even put some bonus material on there for like you know, James will show you his, his brand new body with no shirt on.
1: It'd be great. That's coming up, too. <laughs> I'm gonna put my my Twitter picture is gonna be me with no shirt on, no shirt November coming.
0: Nice. By the way, you are fucking jacked. Holy shit! I remember when I first started talking to you, you were not this jacked.
1: Oh yeah, man, I, I, dude, I've lost like you know, I've lost a lot of weight. Got I'm, I'm cut up now. I'm, I'm actually make sure the shirt's a little tighter so you can see the pectoral muscles and the rippling biceps.
0: <laughs> nice, very nice, very nice. Uh, I'm, it almost inspires me to like exercise uh, more often, but. Almost, almost.
1: <laughs> Good feeling, bro. You'll you enjoy it. So, um, yeah, that's enough for this podcast. It's, it's, I think this is one. Our, this is like one of the best planned out ones we had. But you know, we'll we we'll, we'll get our we'll get our rhythm back when the season starts. Just
0: like an NBA player, man. We have to get back into. We're gonna play ourselves in the shape. We're gonna be the Charles Barkley of NBA podcast.
1: I mean, I'm already in mid season shape, so I'm waiting on you, buddy.
0: <laughs> it's gonna take me a minute. All right, I think that's gonna do it for us.
1: Yeah, so this is James Hollis, that's Joe Borelli, and we're out.
0: Peace.